We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's go to quarterback, Ryan. I think this yep. is an interesting one because this one is where our grades were were lower. I went B plus, but I was leaning towards B. Mm-hmm. You went B. Mm-hmm. And so we had another grade where I was a B plus, but I was leaning towards A minus. But I'm I'm trying to be a little bit more, okay, let me more often than not lean towards the lower grade. For me, part of the reason that I I went B plus is I really think Kenny Minchie's a guy. And also, I think he is as good of a fit. So, for example, I graded Tyler Buckner out higher as a player coming out of high school than Kenny Minchie. Not by a ton. I have Kenny Minchie as like a 75 to 80 guy. In my preseason top 100, while he was still committed to Pitt, I had him ranked number 81 in the country. And as the number seven quarterback in a – if you got a top 10 quarterback in this class, you were getting a dude. Mm-hmm. And I graded Tyler Buckner as a top 50 guy. Here's the difference, however. Tyler Buckner, you had to project to eventually fit into Tommy Reese's offense. Kenny Mitch shows up day one fitting into Tommy Reese's offense. And so even though as an individual player, he doesn't grade out quite as high as me for me as Tyler Buckner, I think he's about as good. Of, he was one of the two to three best fits for this offense in the entire class mm-hmm. when you look at the, the best players. And to me, that is something that matters to me and is is the reason I jumped my grade up for Kenny Minchie. I see a guy that has great arm talent. Now, not a powerful arm because arm talent doesn't always equal arm strength. Strong enough, it's arm talent. He's wicked smart. He can absorb a lot of volume from an offensive standpoint. He's a guy that can make plays with his legs, but he's preferred to use his leg to make plays with his arm. And he's a guy that brings leadership potential to the position. And then landing him now raises Steve Angeli up in my view because now Steve Angeli is not necessarily in position to be a starter. If he is, it means he's a lot better than we think most likely. Sure. But now you put him in a, in, a, in a situation where he's a smart gamer with a lot of leadership traits, which makes him a really good backup. Steve Angeli is a potential future starter, doesn't necessarily fire me up. And I hope the kid proves me wrong. We're just being fair with our assessment. But Steve Angeli is a backup, to me, brings more to the table, for example, than what Drew Pine brought to the table because he's bigger 
and has better physical tools than Drew Pine. He just doesn't have the experience. Drew Pine played a lot of football in high school. Steve Angeli didn't. You know, he's only was only a two-year starter, and one of the years as a starter, he was the COVID year, and he played like six or seven games. That's it. He doesn't have a lot of experience, which kind of drags his grade down a little bit. But the physical tools are better than what Drew Pine did. So to me, that those two things bump it up. Where landing Kenny Mitchie and the fit he is now puts Steve Angeli into that sort of the backup quarterback role, and that's a really talented backup quarterback in my view. So that's why I lean towards B plus, even though. For a while there, I was kind of, uh, or that's why I went B plus, Ryan. Even though I was leaning towards kind of a B plus for a minute, and and mm-hmm. so that's where my B plus came from. Talk to me about about what how you see corporate because now reminder people B in the B range is kind of like top, it's like really good. It's in mm-hmm. the somewhere in the top fifteen national range. Okay, so yeah. B is a really good grade on our scale. Uh, it's just not elite. A is for elite, top five to seven type of group. And, and so uh, that's kind of where where we are. And that's why, I mean, Kenny Minchie's number seven in this class. It's hard for me to give an A or an A-minus to a guy that wasn't even top five in his own class uh, this year. So anyway, Ryan, explain, explain yourself, sir. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you love drinking coffee every morning, you have to check out Trade Coffee. Trade makes it super easy to get the best coffee delivered fresh from the finest local roasters around the country. Trade Coffee is a coffee subscription service that makes it so simple for you to discover new coffees and make your best cup of coffee at home every day. No fancy equipment required. Trade partners with the nation's top-rated independent roasters to send you coffee that they know you'll love, fresh to your home, and on your preferred schedule. And you get to support small local businesses, which is a win-win. Whether you already know what you like or are new to specialty coffee and need some help, Trade makes it easy and convenient to discover new coffees. They'll send you ground coffee or whole beans for however you make coffee at home. My wife likes a dark roast with full flavor, and every brand we've tried has lived up to the billing. Whether it's the Big City Blend from Joe's Coffee, the Black Velvet from Atomic Coffee Roasters, or the Holmes Blend from Sparrow's, Every cup has not only had a pleasing aroma while brewing, but also a rich, full taste. So whether you're just getting started or a coffee aficionado looking to discover something new, Trade guarantees you'll love your first bag or they'll send you a new one for free. Upgrade your coffee today with Trade Coffee and let them take the guesswork out of finding your perfect cup. Right now, Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your subscription, plus free shipping at drinktrade.com irish. 
That's drinktrade.com slash Irish for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. That's drinktrade.com slash Irish. Well, and this is where the the injury side kind of mixes in with my grade a little bit. And it's not with the two players that we'll be talking about specifically, right? It's not about Steve Angeli. It's not about Kenny Minchie because if I highlight both of the players for what they are for a second, I really like Kenny Minchie a lot. I think that Kenny Minchie could be a starting quarterback at Notre Dame. He could be a very successful football player if he pans out. And I think that his floor is relatively high. I have been very, very forthcoming about my opinion on Steve Angeli. I agree with you. I think he has a good upside as a backup quarterback. I just feel like in the 2022 class, Notre Dame maybe could have gotten a little higher caliber of a player at that Should position. Have. Or yeah. I don't even want to say a little higher. He could have gotten a, a pretty convincingly higher caliber quarterback at that position, right? And you kind of settled. And settling isn't always bad because if I told you without the injury stuff in comparison that you went from Tyler Buckner and Kenny Minchie two years apart and then you got Steve Angeli in the middle, I think most people would be like, oh, that's that's good. You know, that's a good acquisition uh, acquisition of talent. But my, what's holding me back and what's a little difference from, I guess, our perspective on the injury side of things, you know, because we didn't, you know, discuss it as much. But like now that we have – I know Tyler Buckner got hurt in high school as well. But now that we have serious concerns over Tyler Buckner, right, long term, you now look at this two-man quarterback class and you say, I think Kenny Mitch is going to be really good, right? But if he isn't, then I yeah. – think I'm in a little bit of trouble in this two-year span, right? So that's where I looked at it and I said, I think it's a B because I think that the upside is still there, but I think that the the margin for error is just a little small for me, right? Because if Kenny Mitchie doesn't become the guy, then you're kind of like, now you have to really hope that CJ Carr is the guy when he comes in in 2024. Like he has to kind of be the savior almost of the three-year class. I mean, but if you can guarantee me – that Tyler Buckner could stay healthy. Sure. Which Again, not this conversation. That's the whole point, exactly. Ryan. Like you exactly. can't. You yep. can't hypothetically say, well, part of my grade assumes that Tyler Buckner is going to stay healthy exactly. when he doesn't have that history of doing so. So you exactly. and I are both extremely high on Tyler Buckner's talent. Oh, yeah. Extremely high on his talent. But he's yeah. lost so much development time because mm-hmm. of the injuries. Exactly. And that has to be factored in. And so I think that is a fair thing to say where, where I went – where it doesn't affect me, Ryan, is because I anticipate Notre Dame bringing in a portal quarterback. Sure. Which to me kind of protects you in 2023. And I'm someone also looking to 2024, which mm-hmm. probably unfairly and thinking CJ, you know, with CJ Carr coming in. But the reason I feel the needs were met a little bit better is because I do still have a lot of faith in Tyler Buckner as a talent from a talent standpoint, but also because I do anticipate them landing a, a, a portal quarterback who have at least one year of eligibility left. So that kind of factors into into that for me. Uh, so I, I look, we 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 won't factor injuries into the current players that we're evaluating over a two year span. But we have to f- properly if, look at injuries if when we're looking at players that were signed before that span because that's where the needs that you have to meet come from, yep. right? Like that, you say, well, hey, they signed so and so player who was great two years ago, but yeah, but that guy's not doing anything now because he's been nothing but injury prone the last two years so we can't just look at tyler buckner and say we both graded him as a top 50 recruit mm-hmm. well look they signed a top 50 recruit two years ago what what no that's true but we have to look at what he's done at notre dame now right. and what he's done in Notre Dame now is flash talent but the inability to stay healthy 
And even the game where he played a lot against Virginia Tech, the reason Jack Cohn came off the bench in that game was not because they needed him to rally the team. It's because Tyler Buckner got hurt because he rolled his ankle. And that's why Jack Cohn came in and, and, and led him. He missed a game in 2021 or yeah, 2021 with an injury. Now, I was told he could have played through it if he was the starter. But mm-hmm. still, that has been there throughout his entire career. He's had one season in high school football and now two years of college football where he's been healthy the whole year. That's it. One. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to look at that. You have to look at it. It'd be irresponsible. It would be very biased towards mm-hmm. our opinion of his talent and potential to ignore that. And you have yeah. to look at that. So I think it's fair to look at that, Ryan, and say, if Kenny, because like Kenny Minch is very talented, but is he a, a no-brainer, surefire right. Trevor Lawrence quarterback? No. That guy doesn't exist in this class, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you have to take that into consideration. The injuries before, and and then also, right, Drew Pine leaving in the previous class adds to that as well. I look at it, the reason the B-plus for me is because I love the fit for Kenny Minchie. Mm -hmm. And then also I I do think the portal quarterback will help ease some of those depth concerns. And that, that if they get a portal quarterback, which I anticipate, that also eases some of the need and the concern for Kenny Minchie to have to play as a freshman. Right. which is not where I would want him to be. Could he do it? Sure. Do I want him yep. to be there? No. No, I do not. Right. right. Yep. I agree completely. And I think that that is a, again, because I'm kind of rethinking my thought process here, Brian, because you made a couple great points, right? It's like if I'm looking a, a year back to evaluate Tyler Buckner, I should also look a year forward to C.J. Carr being uh, fixed to that margin right. for error, right? So it's, it's a good conversation piece because I think that there's multiple ways to look at how these things work, right? Because, I mean, there's – you can't ignore what the what the facts of today are, right, when you evaluate players of the past because, like you said, you can't just look at Tyler Buckner in a in a vacuum and be like, oh, it gives right. a top 50 player. Sure, right. but he isn't anymore. It's like JT yeah. Daniels, right? JT Daniels was a stud coming out of high school. He's not right. that guy anymore. He's going to Rice. Rice now, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like he's not that guy. Right. So we need to be able to evaluate players now for what they are, not be, what our preconceived notion of them was when they first got to college because things right. change. They change very right. rapidly. Because by the time a guy gets into year two, Ryan, you can start to kind of say, once a guy has completed year two, he's no you're no longer looking at him as a recruit. Like right. Tobias Merriweather not making a lot of plays this year. Uh, you know, it's fun. He's a freshman, right? There's a lot of circumstances that go into that. Um, you know, uh, that's fine. If that's still the case in year two, then then there's a problem. So that's that's the whole right. thing is that's why, you know, year one guys, you can still look at them as, as recruits. It's year mm-hmm. two guys is when you start saying, no, they're being evaluated as part of the as part of the team. So, Ryan, quarterback, I think we look at and say we both gave it what it, you gave it an A minus. We both gave it an A minus grade for 2023 by itself. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So I was a minus. I went C plus last year. I believe C plus is where I was for 2022 by itself. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I look at it. And so that, that would actually be closer to a B than a B plus. So again, that's why I don't push back on your B grade. It's the portal. It's the portal uh, aspect of it. That is going to be impactful for me when I look sure. at it. So uh, I think we're very, uh, we're, we're very close in our grade for this one. No doubt. Thanks about so it. Too. Yep. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And just a, a quick question. We did we did have a super chat question that I want to address as we are as we are having these conversations. I think it's a good point, a good time to bring up now from Milton Fan Fifteen. Thank you for the super chat, Milton. Does character personality factor into your grades? Uh, it does, Milton. It does factor into it because when we do grades, that's part of the intangibles grade for me. So I have a grade. Uh, I have like eight different categories for players that I use for grades. Okay, and then the last one is intangibles. Intangibles for me really come down to, to four things. Number one is injury history is part of that, right? And this is no order. Uh, injury history has to be factored into a guy's grade. He could be a great player, but if he's never healthy, that has to be something that you can use to kind of bring that that grade down of just the skill set because the other parts are mostly about skill and technique and talent and size and things like that. So this brings that down. Production is part of that grade. Uh, versatility is part of that grade. And then as much as we can evaluate it, personality and character is part of that grade as well. It's not a huge part because it's harder for us to really get to know these kids to that depth that like a Tommy Reese is going to get to know Kenny Minchie. But we also then reach out to sources and try to as best as we can to, to find out what kind of kids these are. So it does factor into the grades. And that's also uh, a big factor for why Kenny Minchie does grade as high as, as he does for me. That's one of those things that kind of negated the size thing. His size doesn't bother me like some. He's 6'2". That's plenty tall yeah. enough for me, but you know, it, it kind of, you know, arm is good from a strength standpoint, but not elite, but sure. where he is elite. And this is why it's so important for a quarterback, even more so than other positions. Everyone you talk to from Trent Dilford as high school coaches to Notre Dame coaches, to other recruits, to people that worked with him at elite elite 11s and the, the, the regional elite Evan 11, the national elite Evan elite 11, is this is one of the smartest kids you will find when it comes to football, right? He is wicked smart when it comes to quarterback play, and that is so important for Notre Dame's offense. We saw that with Ian Book. Somebody asked me, we were having a conversation about, you know, Sam Hartman. Does Sam Hartman, his arm compared to Ian Book's? And I was like, uh, it doesn't. I was like, I keep saying this. Ian Book had a really nice arm. Mm-hmm. He just didn't use it because he did. He never had the conviction because he was never great at reading defenses and absorbing a lot of offense and then being able to carry it out on Saturdays. And it always masked what I felt were actually pretty impressive physical tools. Mm-hmm. And and so I think that's part of the reason he got picked in the fourth round like he did is because this kid can spin the ball pretty good. He just doesn't yeah. have the the mind of – he just doesn't process information real quick. Right. Mm-hmm. Kenny Minchie does. And that's something that, especially for a quarterback, is every bit as important to me as arm talent. Because if you have all the arm talent in the world, but if you can't read defenses, you're not going to be a very good quarterback. Right. Mm-hmm. And you may, may have a somewhat mediocre arm, but if you're a wicked smart quarterback, you're going to be a great quarterback. Case in point, Mac Jones versus Trevor Lawrence. 
right? Now, Trevor Lawrence has all the physical tools in the world, right? And and now he has the mind too, right? So I'm just making a point. He has all the physical tools you want and the mind you want. So, of course, he's going to be a great player and a great talent. Then you look at Mac Jones, completely opposite physically. Doesn't have the body, doesn't have the arm, doesn't have any of the physical tools, can't run. None of the physical tools that Trevor Lawrence had. But he's a great college quarterback who won a national championship and was a top first-round draft pick. Why? Because he had what he lacked physically he can make up for here. That's not happening at running back, Ryan. That's not mm-hmm. happening on the offensive line. You, that's not happening at corner and safety. You have to have a level of physical superiority to be a great player at every position except for one, and that's yeah. quarterback. It's so true. But that's that's like when we um you remember when we did the talking point I think it was on a mailbag where someone's you know we were talking about the you know Notre Dame's goal is to get longer and more athletic at each position right and I kind of stopped at the quarterback I'm like well kind of but like it doesn't matter that much a quarterback right it's like it's such a mentally driven position to your points right like I for every Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen out there there's the Tom Brady's, Peyton Manning's, and Drew Brees' of the past generation, right, who were not incredibly physically gifted, but they won because, and they were so great because they saw the game at such an advanced level, right? And you knew every single day Peyton Manning was coming to work and he was working his tail off to be the best possible player he could be. And those traits matter a lot. And, again, that's why – the when you do a a scouting report on a quarterback, it can be so interesting because there's some quarterbacks that even I've graded from an NFL draft perspective, where if you look at just like the physical traits attributes and kind of add those grades up in your head, you're like, oh, that's not nearly as high as the grade you gave them. And I'm just like, yeah, because that's that's or that's secondary stuff usually. Like it really is. I mean, is it nice to have Josh Allen's arm? Absolutely. Is it nice to be as athletic as Lamar Jackson? For sure. But you don't have to have those things in order to be great at that position because it's about that anticipation. It's about seeing the game. It's about being a leader, controlling the huddle, right? So quarterback is a imperfect science from an evaluation perspective because it doesn't come down to arm length and, you know, 40 time and and those quantifiable traits. Right. So how many times is, have we seen great corners or great receivers that were flat out head cases? Exactly. But at the end of the day, they're just physical freaks that can just go out there and be great players. And Mm -hmm. that can never happen to quarterback. Jamarcus Russell had one of the most powerful arms I've ever seen in my life. He was one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. Why? Here and here. Simple as that. And, and you just, you can't, you can't get away with that at quarterback. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't be that kind of guy. That's why Jeff George was never the player he should have been. Um, you know, I mean, he he was a guy that, that to me, had all the physical tools to be great, but there was something about him that never let him become that guy. Remember right. Jim Druckenmiller? It was a first-round pick. <laughs> yeah. He had a huge arm, mm-hmm. but he just didn't have the feel for the game, right? And and so those things are, are – whether it's character or mind or whatever – some guys can be really mechanical and mm-hmm. you know, it just, it doesn't work. It, it just doesn't work. I, I think of a guy like a Jay Cutler too, man. Yeah. Jay Cutler oh, yeah. could throw the ball through a damn wall. That dude had right. a bazooka for an arm and he was a good athlete too. Sure. And he came for Vanderbilt. So everyone had this assumption that he's just this really 
sharp, smart dude in, in the classroom. I'm sure he was, but right. on the football field, man, it was just mistake after mistake right. and just some things just that you can't process. Quantify. Well, he, he couldn't yeah. process the things and, and be a great decision maker. So exactly. that's one of the things that has me so high on Kenny Minchie is because he does check all the boxes for those mm-hmm. areas. Yep. And that's why, you know, you, 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 people say, we well, you know, I look at his film and he doesn't blow me away with physical talent. I'm like, yeah, me neither. He's got good physical talent, but he's not a top mm-hmm. five national quarterback just from a, there's a dozen guys in the country with better arms than Kenny oh. Mitchie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe more, but that's not what goes into being a great quarterback, exactly. you know, and, and there's so much, give me a Kenny Mitchie over Jaden Rashada any day of the week. Rashada mm-hmm. has top two to three player in the country physical tools canon if yeah. not number one right it's him and to me him and nico are in competition for just just most physically give jacob robinson's in that conversation for me jacoby mm-hmm. robinson right mm-hmm. but yes. they can't compete in my what, what puts kenny on the level of those top two guys is because he makes up for it in those other areas that are so vitally important to being a yeah. quarterback because Tua Tungvaloa had better physical tools than Mac Jones, but Tua never won a title. Mac did because Mac could execute that offense at a precision that just was exceptional. And, and, you know, he had good talent around him, but the point is not to disparage Tua. It's just Mm -hmm. all the physical talent in the world can only take you so far. And a lack of those schools, lack of that talent is not as limiting as, as as having a lack of talent up here. And that's what we love about Kenny Mitchie. 